I'm a reasonable guy, but I've just experienced some very unreasonable things. We just run through all the movies. I right, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You could have done yeah, an intro like, like that. All right, look. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and do that intro. Do it. No. Yeah. I mean, we're recording now. Okay. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. Welcome to Very Unreasonable Things. Thank you. Yeah, well, you you had some energy going. You could have said it. You could have been like, you know, hey, I'm Josh Lindsay. Welcome to Very Unreasonable Things, guys. Woo! You know, when we first started this podcast, I had I had made a little hissy fit. And I'm like, well, I want to do the intro. And now that we've done 50-so podcasts, I've been on seven, I'm like, you take it, Bone. Fuck that fine. intro? Yeah, I don't, I don't need it. I, I don't know. You you bring a certain je ne sais quoi. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Bowen, out of all the episodes, you've been on every one of them. Yeah, every one. Because he won't let he, tell anybody how to do this shit so we can do it without him. We've been trying to phase Bowen out for years. <laughs> yeah. He, he won't hey. let us do it. We're trying to get Bowen just to be a producer. <laughs> yeah, well, look, we'll, let him, we'll, we'll let him run a few episodes. That's what we said. A few episodes. We're 50-something in now. Hey, let me show y'all something that my brother got for me last night when we were hanging out. So The light's kind of messing it up. Yeah, yeah I see it now. Is. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. A Freddy Krueger piggy bank. That's hilarious to see yeah. any type of penny bank. Piggy bank. Yeah, piggy bank. I, I'm going to hopefully put more in pennies in there. All right, let's be real. <laughs> Hey, so That's sweet though. Yeah, it was. It was cool. Was we were cool. we were at a comic book shop in Arlington, and um, I saw it. I was like, "Oh man, that's cool." I, and I'd already picked up something else, so I wasn't going to spend any more money. I was like, "I should have got that." And they said, "No, man." He's like, "Here you go." Like, oh, sweet. Thank you. What'd you get? That's some Gundam models. That's what's up. You didn't want to say it on air, did you? We have no problem saying. I have no problem saying. <laughs> you did say it like I got some uh, <clears throat> Gundam. Nah, they're they're relaxing to put together, man. It's um, I'm not judging. I'm just saying oh, you're yeah. ashamed. You're the uh, asshole who's weird about it. <laughs> what movie are we covering, Josh? Jason Lives. Jason Lives. <laughs> <laughs> Friday Thirteenth Part Six. Part Six. Yeah. Uh. Jesus, I don't know. You go, Bone. It felt like you were teeing me up for something. I ain't got nothing. I was just letting you talk, man. Jason, nah. Jason lives. Okay, so, yeah. In our continuing journey through the four big slasher franchises, we've made it to 1986, and now we're covering Jason lives, Friday 13th Part 6, and this is the furthest along in any of the franchises we are uh, because they were spitting out Friday 13th movies 
like every fucking day. It seemed like there for a while. Yeah, for sure. So we've we've covered at this point we've covered two Nightmare on Elm Streets, we've covered three Halloweens, we've covered one um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and we're on the sixth fucking Friday Thirteenth movie. Sick. Shit, that's about to come to a screeching halt, though, right? In a few years. Yeah, about ninety three, and then we're yeah. done with it for a while. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they Paramount. You know, this is a moneymaker. Cheap to make, turn to profit. Jason, the mini lives yeah. of Jason. <laughs> oh, he's living his best life in this one. He's got a certain booty walk. <laughs> oh yeah, and he's and he's got a nice little booty got action going. He on. does. Like, and he's got a little bubble butt. It's a little firm, little tush. Yeah, he's so, got that utility belt to the the smallest notch. Yeah, firm waist. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that that the belt for whatever reason does did. Did he take that off of somebody or was it in his grave? No, he fucking just has it. Yeah, it just is there now. Because I was looking for it because I was like, where the hell does he get it? You know, the gloves you could say he stole from Tommy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Tommy I never got gloves, that. I never he, got he that. He drops some whenever shit starts going down. But I don't remember him pulling off an entire fully stocked electrician slash... I, I swear to God, I saw a can of WD-40 in the back. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The, uh, so, Jason lives. Obviously, Jason's back for this one after, I guess, the failed Tommy Jarvis experiment of making him the new series antagonist. They decided, hey, we need Jason back. How can we and do that? Is, yeah, this is how they're getting Jason back on track. And you- well, Frank Mancuso, uh, when he hired Tom McLaughlin, he told him, the only rule that I have is you have to bring Jason back. Part five was such a misfire and such a, I don't even want to call it miscalculation because that would assume that there was a calculation involved that went wrong. They They just completely shit the bed. With a new beginning. So. Yeah. In a new beginning, it, the end, you know, it's supposed to have you believe that like Tommy's going to be the new antagonist. But if you were going to go that route, you should have went that route in part five, like had him be the killer. Because now if we would have continued with Tommy, we're at the third movie with Tommy Jarvis. Now where it would have been like, is he the killer? That's a long time to try to play that story out. So instead, we get Jason back and we get the wrap-up for the the Tommy Tommy Jarvis trilogy. And we have Tommy be the hero. Even though when I was reading the description of this, they said that he was in the hospital for the criminally insane. Yeah, when McLaughlin uh, took over, um, he watched all the movies and he decided to pick up after part four. So in the, in in this part six, part five doesn't happen. But they brought up the hospital a couple times in this. Yeah, because I'm sure Tommy had to go to the hospital, but it wasn't like a retreat in the woods. 
<laughs> part five would. So Tommy saves his sister's life, and his reward for that is to be sent to the hospital for the criminally insane. For real. No, to, to back That's up three hots in a cot, babe. What you talking about? It's fucking funny because it's like, okay, you know what would be great if, how they would have ended this movie? Is at the very end, <laughs> he would This movie? Fucking, yes, this movie. Okay, because yes. I know the funny thing I thought about is, I'm going to go ahead and say it because I'll forget. Yeah. When Jason goes into the water, he drowns again. <laughs> <laughs> They kill him. <laughs> no, he just drowns. Yeah. No, what I was thinking is after it's all said and done, and you know, the, the, there's the the heroic, you know, embrace and all of this, you know, from the from the people who who live. Um, he's hugging what's her face, sissy Trish. Is that her name? Trish? No, it's not Trish. Trish is another one. That's four. Trish is the sister. Oh, you're talking about the girl in part five. This movie, no, in this movie. Oh, Megan. this one was six. Megan. Is, yeah. Yeah. Megan. Yeah. Megan. Okay. Um, but that, that lady, they're hugging, whatever. And then he fucking, uh, eyes closed, looking down, just gives <laughs> that look. You know, the look that Corey Feldman gave yeah. the other guys, a killer at the end of it. And then for some random ass reason, they're going to do the same thing for this. So it's like, well, what the fuck? It would have been an ultimate confusion and then never show Jar- uh, Jarvis again. Never show Tommy Jarvis again. That would have been funny. <laughs> it has been pretty funny. I don't know. It made no sense and it wouldn't have really been funny, but one guy would have laughed at it. So Josh hit on it uh, and go ahead and get the stats out of the way. So we can get back to talking to the movie. Uh, Jason lives Friday 13th part six directed by Tom McLaughlin, uh, starring Tom Matthews, Jennifer cook, David Kagan, Carrie Noonan and Renee Jones was released August 1st, 1986 had a runtime of 86 minutes, a budget of 3 million and it made 19.4 million. And a a disappointment. Well, I've in the box I, office. Yeah, and I think because we we've, we've all um, I know me and you've watched it multiple times. The Crystal Lake Memories and, and the Never Sleep Again documentaries, and the thought was that you know the disappointing box office for Part Six is more of a reflection of Part Five because it drove people yeah. away. Not that you know Six was a a bad movie because Six was one of the few movies that actually had a positive reception from critics. And, and I think, well, even now, like amongst the Friday fans, I don't, I don't know if they have a name, the Jason heads or whatnot. Uh, generally, part six is either number one or number two, and their list of favorites. And I like part six. I know me and you differ on this as to like how much one of us likes it compared to the other, but I'm a fan of part six. Yeah, I like part six too. But um, watching this like this, it does seem like it was just kind of a, a, a Jason's back. He's got to kill a bunch of people. You know, let's you know remind people who the real Jason is. That last guy, whatever. You can kind of see that a little bit. You know, because it is just like you got fucking. Which obviously we're going to talk about it. You have a whole bunch of rando kills in this one. You know. Yeah. To me and. You know, obviously, we'll get into it when we start talking about the movie a little bit more in detail. For me personally, um, 
this movie is way, way too many wink and nods. Yeah, which, fourth wall breaking and shit. Yes, which makes me roll my eyes on at least five different times during this movie. I'm just rolling my eyes like, really? This is the first bout of silliness in the in the Friday the 13th uh, franchise. Like, I would yeah. think. Like, obvious trying mm. to talk to the audience silliness. Yeah. Because obviously you could say that Crispin Glover's fucking dancing was pretty damn silly. But he was trying to dance. Like, that was but legit. You know what I mean? But it was contained in that story. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And this one, you know, Tom McLaughlin, he uh, he came from, like, a, a mime background, I think. Yeah. And, uh, and sort of, like, these, you know, he's another guy who got sort of thrown into the horror genre a la Wes Craven while not wanting really to do horror but then he became you know reluctantly into it and the the comedy background is i mean i'm sure it was evident on the page it is so evident on the screen of him wanting it to be lighthearted lighthearted have fun and and there's nothing wrong with that but when when you do horror comedy, there's such a there's such a fine line with comedy. Yeah. Horror's horror, you know. But comedy's such a fine fucking line. And just a year before, like, not since Shaun of the Dead, a year before this movie came out, was Return of the Living Dead, which is, in many people's opinion, and I agree with them, maybe the greatest horror comedy. But Return of the Living Dead wasn't ever winking and nodding. The jokes were just the jokes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And this one, you have, like, kids asking, like, well, what did you want to be when you grow up? And and that might play on the paper when you write it. But when you shoot the scene and you have the kids saying it, what I'm doing is I'm, like, rolling my eyes. I mean... <clears throat> Again, like I, I'm, I'm gonna give this movie its flowers, but there are certain points in this movie that, yeah, that just it, it, it don't fly for Josh. I got you. I think the I, I like the resurrection of Jason. It's very. Frankenstein. Frankenstein, yes. Like Gothic Horror. Much better than a dog pissing fire. I don't know. I I no, we'll get to that. I I love a dog pissing fire. Resurrecting Freddy. See that's, that's I like, funny. I like the like the irony with it where you know, Tommy Jarvis is trying to make sure that Jason's dead and in his attempt to, you know, make sure he stays dead, he unwittingly resurrects Jason by stabbing him with the the uh, metal pole from the fence and then the lightning strikes it twice and now Jason's back. Although, I like how Jason's body is decomposed except for his eyeball. Oh yeah, that sucker's still intact. Yeah, yeah it's like mm, everything's gone except for this eye. The eye's good, but yeah, he's now we're Jason being like a like, you know, full-on supernatural force of nature before yeah. he was always still the birth portrayed of a zombie yeah 
he was still portrayed as like a human. And he, until, you know, he had the machete through the head where it slid down, which was such a great fucking Jason Hell kill. Yeah, it was. And two things of what you just said. One of them was, uh, it's funny because whenever, because uh, a lot of these blend for Courtney. She wasn't as big into it as others, you know, stuff like that. But she's seen yeah. them all multiple times because of me, you know, but she was like, so what's going on? Whatever. And uh, she was like, oh, he's not going to be in the grave, is he? And I was like, no, nah, he's in there. And she was like, oh, he's just waiting. I'm like, no, he's dead. I was like, but just wait. There's some 80s lightning around the corner. And she was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, okay. I, that'll do it. <laughs> so 80s lightning. Yeah, because 80s lightning is uh, prone to bringing shit back to life. But secondly, it's funny because uh, Tommy Jarvis, because I've thought about it, like, why did he do that? Why did he jump in? But after watching it this time and kind of really trying to dissect things, he comes in to check to make sure he's in there. And I'm guessing when he sees them, because memory starts hearing shit, yeah, kind of like it just triggers him again. So he decides he wants to go at him some more. It's like, dude, he's been fucking down there for what ten years? What is the space here? Is it ten years? I don't know. Like, I mean, because how Tommy Jarvis was what? How old was he in part four? I mean, eight, ten? I don't know. And how old is he now? Well, now when you look at like Tom Matthews, you look at it, you think he's like in his early twenties. Yeah, it's like this guy's, you know. So I don't know. I don't know about the time skip. He would be released of any type, from any type of hospital if he was okay, wouldn't he? I think, I think a decade. You could say a decade. Because he's, he's supposed to be around Megan's age and that group around. Yeah, and they seemed twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he has a flashback, so he stabs Jason because it's post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah, he's tripping out again, you know? Yeah, which, you know, you don't really get, yeah, unless you're listening closely. Hearing Trish, or I, I can't even remember if it's Tommy saying die or Trish saying Tommy, it's but yeah. Both. It's both. It's, it's both. both happening, yeah. But yeah, to get that Corey Feldman in there for a third straight movie, but <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if he gets residuals for that. I'm sure he better. He gets a penny every time somebody buys the movie. Yep. Yeah, it was oh what? It was cool, you know. That Tommy was like I said, the person that resurrected Jason by him trying to validate that he was still dead like it, all of this happens because tommy like every movie after this now happens because tommy dug jason up when yeah. jason would have stayed dead if tommy would have just let it along yeah he was a hero he stopped the biggest killer in new jersey finally and here you go you like so come back and get him going again. Tommy is responsible for Jason goes to hell. Yep. God damn you, Tommy. Tom is a flat circle. I do want to give a shout out. <clears throat> and and you know, I watched it and I was thinking it. And then like when the movie, like before we started recording, I was thinking about it. And I'm convinced I want to give a shout out to the greatest friend ever, Alan, who's Tommy's guy that's going to dig up a grave. 
Yeah. Now, they're yeah. both institutionalized. Alan's going with Tommy so he can help cure him of this PTSD. Yeah. Alan doesn't want to be there. So not only is Alan going, he's doing manual labor. You got to dig up Jason's grave, right? Alan's scared. He's like, okay, we dug it up. There's a coffin. Can we go? Of course, Tommy's got to open it. He's got to see. And then he had, yeah. And then he sees Tommy go crazy, right? Stab him. Jason gets resurrected. Okay. While Tommy's just fucking around with gasoline and matches like a douche canoe, (laughs) what does Alan do? Tries to save his friend. Yeah. Bashing Jason in the back of the head with a shovel. And what does he get for it? He gets his heart ripped out. Yeah. Fucking hand through the chest. Guess who doesn't remember to Alan? Tommy. Tommy. The actor who played Alan was like, uh, he was from Welcome Back Cotter. Yeah. Rorschach. I'd never watched Welcome Back Cotter. But, uh, yeah. I haven't either. I just, I know the song. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And that's it. That's, just, that's all I know about Welcome Back, Cotter. You know what? I liked what I heard. <laughs> yeah. So Jason's back now. And What do y'all think about the James Bond opening? That was like, what was, was that our first? That was our first bout of silliness? That was, that was the... The nod that we're in for a, in for a treat, in for a ride, was uh, the James Bond shit. Yeah, I take it or leave it. How about? Well, you know what? And I'm sorry to go back to this because I know we're moving on from Jason being resurrected. But not only did Tommy fucking resurrect Jason, he brought his mask back. Yeah, That's sweet. Yeah, That's sweet. That is very nice of him because. It's wouldn't sweet it of Tommy. Nice? Yeah. Wouldn't it? Man, I guess he could have snatched it beforehand. Yeah. But it's sweet of Tommy because throughout this entire movie, the only thing I could think of when I saw Jason's head was that motherfucker looks like a turtle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did. I mean, he just. Yeah. Like a turtle poking out. Like, yeah, you know what? Especially like when you look at it from behind. Yeah, like, or to the side, the side because it's got the old wrinkly turtle yeah. head. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, and it's all dark and, and turtle. Yeah, look like Mitch McConnell, motherfucker. <laughs> Is this the first time we haven't had a mask ripped off? I think this is the only time, right? Well, maybe besides. Uh, it comes off know. in three. It comes off in two. It comes off in. Four. Four, because he's, yeah, because he slides down to me. Five at the very end. Seven, it comes off. Yeah, seven, it gets broke. Yeah, Yeah, eight, it comes off. It's healed. It's healed in eight, but it does come off in eight. This Uh, and Jason goes to hell. Yeah, Jason goes to hell because it's grafted to his face. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, right? But we don't see it come off in uh, eight. He just pulls it up to scare the people, right? Like, we don't see his face. You know what? You uh, might be right. I don't know. You see but it, it does come off. But it does him. come off because he pulls it. You see it when uh, he gets turned back into a little boy. You know, the power of uh, the ooze. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Makes exactly. turtles into ninjas and makes serial killers into children. You know, 
but this is the first time we we have uh, no unmasking. Yeah, yeah. Well, you get to see his, I guess, his face at the beginning when he's in the coffin, and that counts. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, are we counting that? I don't know. Officially, as a podcast, well, I mean, do we count that? But we can count. Yeah, we can count that as we saw see his face because we Daniel saw said face. we count it. Okay, but what I'm talking about is after the fact and the yeah. mask coming off. You know, like because yeah. fucking Tommy knew that he was hideous. You know, it didn't matter what he looked like, but it's usually for freaking people out how fucked yeah. up this shit is. Well, Tommy has Which some choice words for two. Jason later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maggot face. Yeah. Maggot breath. Oh, my God. I had to write it down. Oh, I'm sure you oh, have se- several quotes in this fucking movie. Yeah. We started this podcast without a quote, so don't just give us a quote. Um, Where the red dot goes, you bang. You bang. Okay. Okay, because I was hoping you would be like, come on, you pussy. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to use the, what do you think I am, a fart head? Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. We, my God. Who's a, (laughs) after Jason comes back, who's the first person he kills? Well, after he kills, uh, Horshack. Yeah. It kills the uh, the couple. Yeah, that's going to the uh, camp. Uh, yeah, the dude from the bad guy from Ghost, Tony Goldwyn. Yeah, yep, that's right. And Who's Tom McLaughlin's wife. Oh, was the girlfriend? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, and that was the, huh? Oh no, no, go ahead. I was only going to say that was the second nod, like Josh was talking about with the American Express card and shit. Yeah, no, all no money and all that shit. Did you not? Did you not see it? It was an. It wasn't American Express. It was American Excess. Oh no! I just thought that it was an American Express. It was. Yeah. It was made to look like it. American Excess. It. Yeah, but Tony Goldwyn has like the smallest pistol in movie history. It's like I'm gonna. It's like something you keep like next to your dick and balls because it's so small. I mean. That could have been a twelve-year-old boy. He wouldn't put down that boy with that. (laughs) Yeah, and it's funny because it's like, well, let's ram after him and scare the shit out of him, right? And then they try that, and he doesn't even move. So it's like, all right, well, I'm going to shoot this son of a bitch instead of just going around him, which we all know wouldn't have worked. But they could have tried it before you just go blast the motherfucker. I did see a lot of space on that road, though. I was looking. I'm like. And and go, and off road directly to the side of it was very flat. You know what happens? Drove yeah. around. You know what happens though if you touch Jason with a car. We've all played Friday the Thirteenth the video game. <laughs> yeah, you can't and even uh, get close to that motherfucker. Yeah, that it car. comes to a dead ass stop and he smashes your hood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you know another player runs out in front of you to try to make you stop and you run him over accidentally because he's getting left. Yeah. yeah, and then your score goes to shit. Yeah. Remember when you could kill? other players in that game yeah yeah that's when it was so much fun because people were just assholes i keep trying to get like uh, some of the guys i play computer games with to uh, pick it up and play again it's like i had fun with that game but you can't oh, it's- you can't play it now well you can play it but it doesn't have dedicated servers anymore so if the person that's hosting dies they leave the game you're just fucked because it doesn't yeah, so you gotta have like Legit buddies. 
Yeah, so you need like seven or eight people or however many it is to play it. That way you know, like, if this person dies, they won't just quit the fucking game on you. Which is fucking awesome, man. This shit's so fun. I mean, yeah, if you yeah. sat there and played it for a few days straight, everybody getting online and doing it, you'd probably burn it out pretty quick. But the game's fucking fun to at least try Dude, out. I think one of the last times, because I want to say it was me and Josh were playing, one of the last times we played, they'd come out with the dances and stuff and then like the summer outfits. And I remember Jason and he was outside the cabin and I was just fucking dancing. I had Chad <laughs> and he has like the fucking Speedo. Honestly, God, uh, I was laughing so hard because it was, uh, it's so fun thinking about those times. You know, like, I remember the first time me and Bone, we had downloaded it the day it came out. And me and Bone, you know, obviously, like, it's, I'm seven hours ahead. Yeah. And me and Bone waited. No shit, Daniel. Two hours. Because the server was so o- overloaded. Yeah. And you couldn't, like, getting into a game was like just, it was a game of weight, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. But then we, we was fortunate enough, though, to meet other people playing the game and actually get some dedicated groups. Mm. Yeah, you did. Like, you did. Uh, but Daniel was playing with this one time. I don't think you were there for this one, Josh. But Daniel was playing, and Daniel was Jason. Oh, dude. And I remember Terrible. the first thing I said. Like, Daniel's Jason. Let's kill him. You know? <laughs> no, wait. Yeah, and I don't know how been goddamn playing. work, Jason, because it's harder than you would think, and I got killed. <laughs> I, it was so fucking funny. <laughs> I hated being Jason. Jason oh, was being it was hard being Jason. I loved it, it was. man. It was fun, but yeah, I, when I saw that Daniel was fucking Jason, I was like, I, I, and I felt bad about saying it, because you can hear Daniel cousin like, oh, fuck. <laughs> But I was like, Daniel's Jason, we can kill him. And we all just immediately did everything we needed to do to fucking kill him. Yeah, I got the sweater. I got the fucking machete. <laughs> or what the fuck ever. It's like, all right, well, look, somebody needs to kill me so I can come back as Tommy Jarvis. So yeah. I can have this gun done. <laughs> like, motherfuckers, and they killed my ass quick. Look, I... I was trying my goddamn just to grab one of them and kill them. And I couldn't get nobody. I'm a... I'm comfortable with my manhood enough to admit this. Like the first game me and Bone got in, I got so rattled, I hid under the bed for 20 minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like not for anybody listening, not my actual bed, but in the in the game you can hide under beds. <laughs> <laughs> I was so freaked out because, like, they, they bring back Manfredini's score, and it's so good. And I was just, like, I tensed up. I'm like. When you hear it, you knew Jason was getting close. Oh, yeah. Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> and, Madonna. 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 Dude, and some of, like, the Crystal Lake map from part one in that game, the cabins had flimsy fucking doors, man. Jason, there was a couple of them that barely would fucking stop Jason. You couldn't even uh, board them up. Yeah. And it was the ones that was closest to the, the car. Yeah, oh. man, you get fucking freaked out. Or if you're sitting there trying to put the fucking battery in and you've got a character that's dumb. Yeah. Because, you know, the characters had different traits. 
and you would be sitting there like, fucking Chad. Chad was good for nothing, man, except for getting the achievement, don't be a Chad, and leaving on the boat by yourself. But Chad, yeah. you'd be sitting, fucking sitting there, and you have to put that battery in, and you got all these skill checks to fucking do or whatever. Mm. And if you mess up, Jason knows where you're at. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the game, the map we had, because obviously when it first launched, it was very limited, was packing that because I was upstairs. Yeah. In the big cabin. And you fucking so, jump jump out the uh, top floor window to get away from Jason. <laughs> yeah, man. If you got caught upstairs by Jason, like all you had That's to it. do. Yeah, was, all you had to you do, had, jump. To, and hope you had a health care. Uh, yeah. Health. Health care. <laughs> yeah. <Health care>. yeah. <laughs> because seriously, if not, you're fucked. And, yeah. and he already knows you're right there. He's going to find you and you're almost dead just limping along. You're. He's just going to come strolling out the front fucking door. But when I was Jason, and I'm sure, Daniel, you you had to have noticed this and probably got better because I never did. But when I fast-traveled, quote-unquote, I couldn't steer that thing. So I would be trying to – I couldn't do it. Bone was good at timing it out to where he would get right there on you and grab the shit out of you and kill you. I couldn't do it. I'd always I couldn't pass do it. them up. So all of a sudden, Jason would just be in front of me, just spinning around. <laughs> that was me as Jason. And then you're fucking walking real goddamn slow. So they can, they're gone. I'm like, I was playing and I was Jason. I was leaving, <laughs> leaving on the boat. <laughs> the swimming was so cool, though, man. How you were so much faster swimming. That shit was cool as shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only good thing that Part 7 Jason was good for, was uh, fast traveling the water. He moves so fast. Yeah. So if somebody tried to leave on boat, man, you could fucking get them. But if they were leaving in car or whatever, you had a little disadvantage. Yeah, man, I, I hate that that game got ruined because of the legal issues. I, the I Franchise. I should... I don't... Is there a way we could still play? Like, yeah, you can still. play. I don't have a controller. Well, dude, no, there's not a way you can play. <laughs> no, I mean, I would. <laughs> first hurdle. <laughs> no, no, I've got a couple of hurdles here for us to do this. I don't even have like a headset or yeah. a controller. It's like, do you still Actually, I don't even have a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can still. Yeah, you can you still play. Do it. I mean, it, with three people, it would suck because it'd be Jason with two survivors. But I was talking about us playing. Uh, yeah, well, I think that's why Daniel said it would suck with just three people. Do you, um, you know, they're making a Texas Chainsaw you, Massacre game? I was mm-hmm. going to ask about that after this, but can you mix consoles yet, or are they still? You can. Can you do Switch too? Because Switch has a. Uh, I don't know. Friday Thirteenth game now. Well, I have to look it up and see. I have no idea. See Probably not. Mix because that'd be the shit. But uh, but yes, I was gonna ask what 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 game was uh done and if it's out yet. I, I thought it was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I couldn't remember. It's not out yet. Is it's got to be close, huh? I don't know. Hopefully, it's good though. I mean, they have a very good platform to work off of with the way that the Friday the Thirteenth game was done. You know, I mean, yeah, motherfucking killer versus survivors, same shit. You got to be quiet. Try to get the fuck out of there. Texas Chainsaw is going to be interesting because you got the family. So it's not just like Leatherface. Yeah. So I'm, so I want to see how that works out. Because that was the that was something with the Friday the 13th game was you. It was only Jason, right? Obviously, because it's Friday the 13th. Yeah. 
And so you just had different movie variations. You had part two, Jason. You had part three. You had part four. You had part five. You had part six, seven. You can I, count. I think, no, I think like the one you didn't have, there was, you didn't have a Jason X. You didn't have, and they were planning on making Jason X. And I can't remember, did they have a part, did they have a part eight, Jason? Yeah. Yeah. They did. Because it was all wet, remember? Yeah. Soaking wet. I thought that was part seven. No. Part seven had like the the mask. Yeah. And the spawn. Yeah. The The super zombie fucking Jason. And I know they had Jason Goes to Hell, because that's the one I like to play as. Yeah. They had just given that one. Or no, it was the um, Savini Jason. That was the one that you had to be a Kickstarter backer to get, except for the time that they fucked up and it was available in the PlayStation Store, and those people got to keep it, but they're like, fuck the rest of you. You're not going to get a chance to buy it. It's like, I get it if you take it back from the people that bought it, they shouldn't have been able to get it. And just refund their money, but because you want it to be a Kickstarter only thing for those people. But at this point, you've fucked up, and now you're letting these people that got it through nefarious means or whatever, or through, well, not really nefarious, not means, nefarious through your, means through your your fuck up. You're Good letting call. them keep it, and now you're telling the rest of us that we can't have it still. I don't see the problem here. I don't see why you'd be mad at that. Who would be mad? I mean, what you. Well, no, because uh, Savini Jason, you remember playing people had Savini Jason? He could smash yes. doors in like two hits. Yeah. I mean, they they fucked up. People got a new Jason. I get why they wouldn't take it back. It was like, it's our fuck up. Well, one of their buddies fucking uh, forgot to um, help out with the startup. So it's like, look, man, fuck that. Make it available for the thing. I'll buy it. And then say it was a mistake and take yeah, it away. Make it available for 30 it. minutes. Yeah, 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 that's even better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how long was the time frame that it was available for? Uh, like an hour or two. Even better. Even better. Like, yeah, the people who were checking it out. Get it. Yeah. Yeah, I was playing. Holy shit! Can you get skins? Oh, damn! This is a fucking no. ass one. Hell, let me get that. And it's like, oh shit! Oh, right place, right time. Hmm. Who'd they kill? Who gets killed next? Well, um, in my notes, which I have front and back here, I don't know who gets killed next, but they do mention, and there's a lot of these drops. I will give it to McLaughlin for this. Station and Carpenter. Did y'all catch that? Yeah. A little yeah. homage to John and Nancy, and the character's name is like Megan Garris, Garris, Mick Garris, yes, yep. Sheriff Garris. Yep. Um, in my notes, um, what happens is the caretaker comes across the grave. Yeah, and this is where he breaks the fourth wall, and he talks about, um. Yeah, some people have a real sick sense of humor. And then in my notes, verbatim, what a big fucking bag of popcorn. <laughs> Did y'all notice that? It was a big one. They're bringing in supplies and like this camp is going to feed the country of Lithuania with this bag of popcorn because <laughs> it was... You can't miss it. 
you know, it had to have been a, a decent amount of time. I know, I know I'm going back to the time thing because they renamed the uh, camp from Crystal Lake to Camp Forest Green. Yeah, I think the city's called Forest Green, right? Yeah. They changed the name of the town to Forest Green. Yeah. They're trying to distance themselves from this. Like, we don't yeah, want to be Crystal to Lake. say that the shit never worked. I mean, the shit never happened. Where if this was, you know, in Amityville Island, Amity Island, the mayor would be like, <laughs> no, we're going to promote this. Yeah. And we're going to set up souvenir stands. Home of the yeah. shark attacks. <laughs> Come and get it. I think Tommy tries to tell the sheriff, Garris, that Jason's yeah. back. And of course, you know, they're looking at him, like, warn him. like he's fucking crazy because zombies aren't real. People aren't being resurrected by lightning bolts. And why the fuck are you digging up the grave of our most notorious killer? Yeah, seriously, it's been quiet for 10 years, you crazy bastard. Why would you go stir it up? This is what you get for trying to meddle with things. You know, and I just thought of this too, Tommy digging Jason up. Like, you're wanting to make sure that Jason's dead, but Jason hasn't done shit for 10 years. Is that not proof enough? And it is funny because it's like, all right, look, I'm going to check. You think that he would have prepared himself, even though he does is working with PTSD. And I know that seems it's, it's easier said than done. It's like, I just need to see his body. Know that he's still there. See that it's rotten. See the bones, whatever the case may be. And I'm good. But he didn't account for having a breakdown. And he went crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, so naturally the fucking cops don't believe him that Jason's back. Because who would believe that shit yeah oh man let me let me read to you what wikipedia says on here this is after uh jason kills the the two people the two camp counselors that are on their way and i just, I just think this is fucking hilarious the following morning garris's daughter megan a striking blonde with a wild streak arrived at his station striking blonde with a wild streak that came straight from the script yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i just like it how somebody like put that shit on fucking wikipedia but yeah the script's got to be online they had to been just copying it you would think kind of you could definitely tell she's a cop's daughter because it seems like cop's daughters don't give a fuck about shit and they all got a little wild streak in them and and they're striking. Yeah. Oh yeah, very very striking. All of them, every one of them. So Josh was talking about like the winking nods and the fourth walls, and one that I will say one that used to bug me was when they killed the paintball players, and he shoved the one dude's face into the tree, and it comes back as a smiley face. But I've in my mind I've decided that that smiley face was already carved into the tree, and that. Jason just smashed his face into it. That's a stretch, but it's not, it's not disprovable. Cause that one did used to bug me. Like out of all the things that one, I know Josh was talking about the, so what do you, you want to be when you grew up bugging him? The smiley face used to bug me. Yeah. The smiley face is like, Oh shit. We're really, you know, stepping up some goofiness for sure. 
we already could see it and then now it's just okay this is just about to be you know flat out but slapstick one of these dudes that they're playing paintball with though man like he is way too into this oh yeah well, he's fucking well i have a question about that like this is apparently like a, a company retreat yeah for executives of insert company you're going paintballing in the woods in New Jersey with five people? Yeah. What are we doing? Small company. Small company. Yeah. <laughs> it's only it six. Because it seemed like four were on the same team. And she was wearing a different color. She was wearing like yellow and they were wearing blue or some shit. So, so it's like one v four, small company, yeah. and it's sexist. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. It's, it's like okay, be in the goddamn kitchen. They're like what Steve you doing out here. Steve, Jeff, Robert, Jim, we're y'all are on a team. Susan, you're on a team by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and look, this is where I started to notice, and it just. Once I noticed it, it, there's a couple of things I noticed, and I'll get to them when I when I'm looking at my novella of notes. Is that Jason spends an unusual amount of time in this movie, just standing. Like a lot of Jason is standing, yeah. either that or he's doing his little sexy butt walk, <laughs> his, his little shuffle, his strut. But yeah, these. Paintballers walk right by him. Yeah. This fucking six foot four monster, broad daylight, mind you. They just walk right by him. And then, like, the Susan shoots, you know, hungry guy and his friend, you know, that everybody's a stereotype. Yeah. These paintballs should have hurt a lot more than they did. Like, if anybody's ever been hit by a paintball, like, it hurts. And this is like... And that's close distance. Yes. And they're just like, no reaction. Did you notice that they were calling them paint pellets, too? It's crazy. Because I I wonder if, like, back then... They called it paint pellets, but then they were like, you know what? We really can't get this paint pellet business going. Let's change the name to paint balls. Because then it sounds like paintball sounds like a sport. The kids could get into it. And then there you go. Paintballs. You might be onto something. Paint pellets ain't going to sell. Nah. That sounds fucking retarded. It sounds yeah. like rabbit food. Yeah. I know. And it looked like they just got squirt or square with fucking ketchup. And it was just like, yeah. oh, man, she got us. <laughs> a woman. Like, I, th- I thought you got hit. Yeah, I know, right? I thought you got hit. Check for paint, motherfucker. I was like, well, she's got us there. And then and she's not wearing a dead bandana <laughs> or whatever the fuck. <laughs> a dead Susan bandana. probably threw it away before the game started. She, she cleaned the goddamn paint woman. up with it and threw it away. <laughs> I used to play paintball. Um paintball and- would be fun. There was one guy that we played with. He would cheat. Like, if he got shot and nobody saw it, like, he would wipe the paint off. Because I saw him do it one time when we were on teams. He got hit. And I'm like, oh, man, you got hit. He's like, nobody saw it. He starts fucking wiping the paint off of his clothes. Can you wipe it off? That seems like it'd smear. 
It's yeah, you you can to an extent. But that's why he's all. Why is John, Jim always wearing fucking black? <laughs> <laughs> it's my paintball. It's my paintball attire. His so, nah, backpack is nothing white. but backup clothes. <laughs> exactly. Backup shirts and shit. He's got fucking stain remover and shit. It's like, weren't you in a long sleeve earlier? No. No, of we course don't. not. Pop up on him. He's by the creek washing his goddamn clothes. <laughs> also. Uh, before we go back and t- talk about the movie again, I will say, so it was uh, people I worked with, we used to play and we would, we'd get together like, you know, every two weeks or so or something like that and play. And I remember what uh, well, my boss at the time had come out to play with us and I had started wearing a cup. Cause like you said, paintballs hurt yeah. and the thought of getting shot in the balls or the dick didn't sound appealing. Cause you, you know, shit happens. Nobody's trying to shoot somebody in the nuts, but you can't tell where these fucking balls are going. Are you sure no one's trying to shoot anybody in the nuts either well, with that statement? I say that. I mean, help. Some people probably were. So, like I said, I, I wore a cup, um, and I had a a baseball helmet that it fixed my mask to so I could cover my head because I got shot in the top of my head one time. And it shit hurts. Well, anyways, this this boss of mine comes out there and you know, to play, and I'm like, hey, are you going to wear a cup? He's like, no, nah, yeah, I'm not going to wear a cup. I'll be fine. Gets shot in the fucking dick. <laughs> like you see the paintball too when it comes out, and you see it fly through the air and hits him right in his fucking uh, testicle area. And he drops his gun. He grabs himself and he goes, "Oh motherfucker, I'm dead." <laughs> and he falls over. I bet. And that's I was just like, hurt. dude, Something told you should have wore a cup. <laughs> it was- yeah, that sounds rough. Right. And I swear, I swear his voice got high pitched too when he got hit. He's like, "Oh, motherfucker, I'm dead!" <laughs> Jesus Christ, turned into full blown goblin. Didn't they use? Uh, yeah, I just watched Jackass Four like a couple of months ago. They used paintballs in that, didn't they? Yeah, on the merry-go-round, spinning yeah. fast or something. Yep. There was another time we were playing. And when you got shot, you were supposed to call out that you were dead. We didn't have fucking dead bandanas to put on or anything like that. You would just call out that you were dead and you'd move off. You'd move out of the area of play. And we were, we were playing one day and we were playing speedball, which is a type of game where you're trying to get a flag like in the middle and get it back to your side. And it's designed to like, just be a quick game. And this guy, he was, he's like, 19 or 20 his his mom worked with us he wanted to come and play and so he was out there and he got shot and instead of calling out dead he started spinning around well everybody kept shooting because he didn't call it dead and we saw that he got fucking hit and we knew he was dead but he didn't call it out so we lit his ass up while he was spinning around in circles and he had so many fucking bruises man his mom was mad he's like y'all should have done my son like that and we're like he should have called out dead this dude got hit everywhere, though, man. Like on his fucking neck, his arms, his legs, his back. Probably got so shot in the dick. tortured this young man. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It sounds like y'all didn't tell the young man the rules of the game before y'all started. He's like, should I say anything if I get nah. hit? Nah. Yeah, we'll know. <laughs> We're when all good people here. We'll stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll notice if you get hit, and we'll let you know. 
Exactly. But yeah, so these paintball players will get like a triple decapitation, right? Yep, triple cut. Yeah, but then we get the nerd linger. Paintballer. Who there is a I will say this, there is one funny moment that is meant to be comedic. That I do a light chuckle at with the nerd linger. He like comes up on this tree and he knocks over like the limb. <laughs> and he tries to put the limb back. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's all the same. It's humor for the whole family, you know. And Jason's hiding in trees now. Yeah, I know, right? Well, he's stealthy, man. You see his outfit. He's got that fucking utility belt, like he's Batman now. Yeah, and th- and this is where I literally wrote down in my notes, like after he kills um, this paintball retreat. Because Jason jumps down from the trees like he's fucking Home Depot Tarzan. Um, I literally have, they just had a shot of Jason's ass while we're walking. Yeah, they zoomed in. <laughs> they did. They did. I mean, I just have to imagine the, the guy who played Jason is CJ Graham, who no one ever mentions. You know, everybody talks about hotter, white, bricker. No one ever mentioned C.J. Graham. He's probably a nice guy. All love to him, but there's a reason why. Because this Jason kind of sucks, honestly. Um, but you could tell C.J. Graham was probably pulled McLaughlin aside and said, "Hey, man, I've been working out. <laughs> Do a tight shot. Good <laughs> shot, my yeah. tush. Do a tight shot." So the decapitation didn't bother you guys any. Well, you know my answer. At this point, yeah, it's just, okay, what we just saw a smiley face get smashed to a tree. So once they do that, it doesn't matter about two were taller than another one, and it was a clean well, cut. Well, not that. Yeah, right. that's that does kind of bug me. It's just like it was like one clean cut through and all these, like all the kills, well, not all the kills, but the kills in this franchise have been brutal. Yeah. And then you get to this triple decapitation, and it's not. It's That one is kind of cartoony, and, uh, you know, well, the well MPAA, you know, there's another kill in here where there's no gore at all. It's just sound effect. They didn't even try. Yeah. Well, the MPAA started cracking down around a new beginning. And this one was supposed to, if you watch the uh, documentary, like the special effects guy, you know, this, this one was supposed to be a little bit more graphic. And they cut it down and, like, nobody knew. You know, unless you're like the editor of Tom McLaughlin, they cut it down until they're at the premiere and they see it. And it's just, I mean, it's nothing. It's nothing. Like, there's nothing to these kills. You know? Yeah, just like whenever, uh, it's one of the kills coming up, but uh, you get to see a split second of the impact and they cut it to like the next little angle or whatnot because the first one was going to be graphic, but they, they cut it just like that. So. Oh, you so know they can get involved and, sh- and and shorten shit. You also said you know this was the first movie where the mask doesn't come off. It's also the first movie where there's no breast. Yeah, supposed to be, supposed to be, supposed to be, but they didn't put it in the contract. Yep, because it's um it's the people in the RV, right? It's supposed to be the yeah. woman there. I do like the RV kill where he pushes the guy's face through. No, the girls. 
Or girls, girls girl, yeah. my bad, whichever one. But I always liked that too. I did like that. Now him st- standing on top of like this RV that's flipped over was kind of, you know, whatever. You can tell somebody was like, I want to do a cool shot of Jason. And Posing. Came up with something. A yeah. hero shot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jason gets a hero shot here. Yeah. But I I do like, too, that there's kids in this movie. So, like, the camp is actually a functioning camp. Because it's we, – we've talked about this before. One of the things we liked about – um. Oh my God, now I'm just sleepaway camp was that it was a functioning camp, you know, and they were doing yeah. like camp activities. Now they're not doing any camp activities here, really, but they at least have like the idea of a summer camp. And nope. Nope. What? I don't know what kind of camp this is because this shit ain't summer camp because this shit ain't summer. Motherfuckers are wearing parkas in this movie. Tommy Jarvis has a wool line jacket. It's New Jersey, man. It's chilly in summer. <laughs> I mean, look, they are building, they are having fires in this cabin. It's like, yeah. what kind of camp is like a, a weekend in October? <laughs> no, it's it on, is it's so, August 13th. And it's, it is September 13th. Early winter. They do say that it is it is Friday the thirteenth, not September thirteenth. Sorry, that's my birthday. Yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to send me Will Witches on that day, whatever. Wow. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not pandering. But no, like I never really noticed it until I was watching it this time. Like they're not even pretending like it's summer. Like fireplaces burning, heavy coats. I mean, even at the RV scene that you're talking about, when they get outside, they're like, you know, huddled up like, oh, it's yeah. cold. Man, you don't, I'm telling you, you don't know about those brisk New Jersey summers? Well, no, I know about the nice, brisk a, a, Swedish summers. And it was filmed, in, funny. filmed in Georgia. I know. So, like, this is Georgia in like February. Yeah. Which is super cold. But yeah, yeah, but like you said though, I did like I did like the fact that the kids were at the yeah. camp. I think if they ever reboot or whatever you want to say, reboot or you know, revive this franchise, I hope. And again, I've mentioned this time and time again, and 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 I mentioned it to y'all more so than whoever's listening but whoever's listening please check it out there is a script that was written by a guy in the horror community i wish i had his name that you could find online that they it's a script for friday 13th that they just never went ahead with and this was after this was written in the past like six seven years this is after the remake and the, the movie begins with the last night of the camp being open. The kids are there. They're leaving the next day, which, and then in the script, the kids leave and the counselors are 
there to clean up. And that's when everything sort of happens. But that movie on paper, oh my God. It, it, it just like, I read it in one sitting and I'm not like that type of guy. I wish I was, but like, I couldn't stop reading. It was that yeah, intense and, and, and graphic and, and just, I think you told us about this one whenever we recorded episode five, I think. I think five, I, part five, because I, I I'm remembering this. Yeah, I've mentioned it a couple of times, and, I, and uh, I'll send it to y'all after the, after we record this. I'll send it to y'all, because I have it saved. On, it, it got saved on Reddit, and then I saved it. But, yeah, send it uh, to us. Yeah, it's really good. It's funny because there's a kill coming up that I thought was pretty funny. And the fact that uh, it's kind of like Jason just gets not really bored, but just trying new things. And it's just like, okay, he's walking. He stumbles across this fucking old guy that's just getting fucked up on his liquor. And he's like, looks around. He don't want to use anything out of his pouch. And he doesn't have anything (laughs) on him at the moment. So he's just like, fuck it. Give me that. grabs the bottle breaks it and stabs him in the neck and keeps on trucking it's just so fucking funny to me it's like let me borrow that <laughs> smash dead i'm out he's he's, he's proven a point this movie it's uh, th- that old guy the caretaker like, or whatever yeah the caretaker the fart head yeah i mean i don't know what old drunk who's got a shit job being a caretaker doesn't swear. Yeah. But uses the term fart head. But this yeah. old drunk, it's so funny. But he funny. was an educated old drunk caretaker, though. He has a high school diploma. He earned that job. That's right. That's right. I remember that line. But he's drunk. And he's singing this song about, old oh, Kathleen, you left me. Right? Yeah. And then he... <laughs> he kisses the bottle. Obviously... Wink and nods throughout this yep, whole fucking one. movie. He says, you'll be the death of me. Yep. What's good about that scene, and I think this scene was added later because the studio's like, you need to amp up the kills. And oh, it's yeah, sort of it obvious. Like 30 minutes in, and it's like eight kills already. Yeah, because there's a couple at the same time. Yeah. It's so funny because I guess he just proposed. And then took her to the New Jersey woods. Yeah. You know? Well, you you know, most romantic place on earth. Hang on. Yes. Hang on. He's got a line here because I think we skipped ahead. Okay. God damn. That's right. I'm right below. Right in front of me because we didn't skip ahead at all. (laughs) No, I guess not. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we did skip ahead a little bit. I thought you found it. I did because legit, my favorite scene in this movie doesn't even involve Jason. It's Court talking to the boys. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, talking about like the Indian chief wanting to go get another woman, so he stacks up rocks and for the sun to find. And then I wrote, Jason looks and walks like a dad hurrying to the Home Depot toilets before he shits himself. He has his tool belt, red wing boots, his raking leaves, gloves. And then we get to the scene and the couple sitting there and then the guy, she's like, oh, so-and-so, it's so pretty. 
thank you for doing this. And she's basically like trying to instigate sex. He's like, legit funny. The guy's saying, I don't know, babe. I, I have a headache and I've been working out, so I'm really sore. <laughs> yeah, they tried to flip it. You know what I'm saying? They, they flipped the roles to where the woman's wanting to get frisky and the man is all like, I have a headache and I'm tired. You well, know? I love- but, then he, but he immediately caves. It's like, yeah. fuck it. I love the fact that he's like, I've been working out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, if I ever try to use that excuse on my girlfriend, <laughs> yeah, it would not fly. But, yeah, this is what I was going to say, and I'll shut the fuck up for a minute. I realize I just, I've been talking. No. You're- well, you're only on, you know, like, every fifth episode, so take advantage yes, of your time. Yeah. yeah. Make it count. As I say. Yeah, you keep going. I'm I'm writing down notes preparing for me and Bones next episode. So I'm not really paying attention anyway. So. You're actually watching Event Horizon right now. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> but one of the things that I talked about in Freddy's Revenge, and this movie does it for a half second, and I, and I wish more slashers, specifically slashers, did this in but the guy sees Jason before Jason sees him. Yeah. And that is legit scary. You know, um, normally the setup is Jason, you know, Jason, Freddie, Michael, there's, they already see their prey. Yeah. Yeah. So they're on the hunt. Yeah. So when you see them like that's legit scary. And, and of course this, they kind of do that twice in this one. Don't they do that a couple times in this movie? Where it's like he's doing his thing and then it's like the look over and now I'm coming after you or some shit. Yeah, well, Jason does the Hulk Hogan <laughs> turn quite a bit to where he's, yeah. he's just, I mean, there's a time in this movie to where he's just holding like a, what looks like a spear, you know, yeah. looking like a posing. fucking Trojan warrior. Yeah. What's really fucking funny is it's at the very, very beginning, whatever. It's like the very last thing we see whenever Tommy gets away is him standing just like that. And the next time we see oh, yeah. whenever that fucking car pulls up, the first set of, like, well, I guess the second and third kill, he's in the exact same position. Like, he's been standing there for 45 minutes waiting for somebody to show up. <laughs> just pissing maggots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but it's so funny because another thing about this, we're talking about the um, the reverse role or whatever, you know, um, they decide to start fucking or whatever. They don't really get to it because he gets up on them. And then, like he said, he sees Jason, so they freak out. And it's like, oh, shit, let's get the hell out of here. So they get on their little moped or whatever the fuck motorcycle he's got. And then he spears the shit out of them. And it's so funny because whenever that happens, her the effect for her the the lady that because she's on the back of the fucking moped is literally just spitting blood out onto this dude's shoulder and the way she does it is so funny because it's not like a like a spray or anything it's just like just like she was just spitting a little bit of spit out you know but it's just blood it it was just funny looking to me uh and then like us like we said before a little bit cheaper on the um on the gore factor or on the uh you know, effects factor because she just spits out a little bit of blood, which I know that we've had that several times, but it looked a little bit better than her just kind of spitting it out on his shoulder, you know? Yeah. 
She didn't die well, I guess I should say. Nope. He had a fucked up look on his face, though. Of the look of <laughs> shock. We get um. We get Tommy going to the sheriff to to tell him that, you know, Jason's back, right? Yeah. And they, he ends up um. They're taking him out of town. They're escorting him out of town. They're like, yeah, you know. Jason, no such thing, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Like, kind of like a, a first blood when they tried to escort Rambo out of town. And they're escorting him out of town. He makes a run for the grave and the grave's covered up. Yeah. And apparently the gravekeeper, you know, covered the grave back up so he wouldn't be responsible for grave robbers. Yeah. I, I did. I didn't know that that was how that worked. I didn't know that you'd be responsible for somebody robbing a grave if somebody snuck in, you know, while you were asleep or whatever and dug up a grave. He didn't want him sniffing around because he's a raging alcoholic. He's not supposed to be drinking on the job as much as he is. Yeah, I guess that's so true. That's why he wanted to keep that under wraps. What's fucking funny about people doing their job is that sheriff, he's like, all right, this dude's crazy. I want to get him out of my town. Right. So let me get him out of town. And he'll not be my problem anymore. <laughs> he tries. We're at the graveyard now. And it's like he just let him get away. But he's like, all right, fuck this. Let's bring him back into jail. And we, he just, uh, it's funny because it's like he doesn't want to do the paperwork involved with this shit. He keeps trying to get, like, let him away. Oh, this uh, this uh, local police force uh, is being ran pretty fast and loose, right? Because he's, yeah. he's letting his fucking deputy buy this jumbo fucking laser for what reason? There's, I can't imagine that. Lake Forest Green has a SWAT team. Like yeah. they're they're trying to be quiet and everything. And they're like they're trying to keep you know be a nice quiet town, move away from the whole Crystal Lake, you know, fiasco and stuff. But you got a deputy who's got a fucking laser on his gun that's as big as the gun. Yeah, that shit was so fun. Yeah, bang. Like that's just fucking funny. <laughs> like that's not threatening anybody. Is I like, can't. I can't imagine that at any point have these people pulled their guns on anybody, but this dude's got this fucking, like I said, this giant ass laser. Exactly. And then they acknowledge that he's been waiting to use it. <laughs> like, give him a reason. Please. Yeah. We'll make up a reason. Yeah. The fuck, man. Yeah, but but the sheriff lets him go, doesn't he? Yeah, he yes. this yeah, escorts him out of town. City line and like I said, like he's John Rambo, like you just fucking leave. And just like Rambo, Tommy Jarvis is like, You're not the boss of me. I'm better about <laughs> to bring some small town justice to this place. Well, speaking of Rambo, fucking Jason has a John Rambo knife. I don't know where he got it. Well, I mean, probably the same place you guys fucking utility belt. <laughs> probably. The I, I know we've talked about it, but that one, the, the belt on the fucking outfit does bug me. Because, like, everything else looks kind of dingy and everything, except for this pristine fucking belt. Did he, get, did he get it off of one of the paintballers, or did he already have it? He already had it. Yeah, so I did Hmm. But, but to me, Jason is... Look, he's either a feral animal or he's a zombie. At no point do I see him putting on, like, utility <laughs> workwear. He's a master woodsman, apparently. 
Yeah. I mean, he's got that fucking belt. Well, he's hiding in trees, jumping off of them. Yeah. Probably fucking whittles in his spare time, you know, when he's not murdering teenagers. Oh, no, that he probably, right. he really does do. That's a lot of time to kill. Yeah. Just fucking. <laughs> what you drinking there, Josh? Uh, it's a 2023 vintage. <laughs> it's a good year. <laughs> mums. From the discount. Oh, we got a lot of mums. <laughs> a whole lot of mums. Daniel, legit, I think about that line once every like four months. Oh, legit. Yeah. That's one that really, anytime I hear a voice like that or like a response that's uh, like a just nothing is there. Yeah, that's the first thing to go to my fucking <laughs> mind. Or, or if someone's buying a bunch of uh, alcohol in abundance, yeah. or if they're wanting you to get something fancy, any of those things always calls for it. And I'd be like, you get a whole lot you of mums. mums. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, we're getting, we got a, um, we just noticed today they put, put up the sign on the building or whatever, but right down the road, they're opening up a liquor store. Oh, really? Yep. Carthage? Rank, Rankin County. But Carthage is liquor ended up too. Fucking oh, really? yeah. Yep. yep. After gonna, uh, after we all left. Yep. Well, after, finally. After we gave all our money to Madison County and the and at the tail end for me and Shelby County. They're supposed to be opening up a huge mall in Carthage too. What? No, they're not. Yep. Twenty thirty five. No, I'm just kidding. That sounded uh, legit when I put it so far ahead, huh? Like, wow. Maybe. It's like why would you put a big mall in Carthage? I don't know. Anyway, uh, well, no, because because of Dahmer, <laughs> because of Netflix, because of Dahmer. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's put Carson, uh, Mississippi on the fucking map, dude. <laughs> dude, I don't know if we discussed this on the pod yet. Uh, I called it the pod, so I should shut the fuck up. But legit, I was so excited. Like I finished the whole Dahmer series and. Mm-hmm. I'd started it and it was, it wasn't bad. It was good, but TV shows, you know, sometimes I just dip out. And then somebody said, Carthage, Mississippi gets mentioned. And I'm like, I'm finishing this shit. And I'm getting, dude, I waited the entire series to hear old farm in town, Carthage, Mississippi. And my heart lit up. I was, uh, that's where I was from. Carthage was a farming town? Apparently it was in the 50s. Wow. Yeah, I didn't get that either. I mean, if anybody outside of Carthage, anybody outside of below the Mason-Dixon line, you know, or Europe or anywhere outside of there, if they came to Carthage, they'd be like, I guess you would call it a farming town because there's... Yeah. Shit, fuck to do. <laughs> yeah, There's chicken, chicken house. houses everywhere. Oh, that's so there you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's a farming town, chicken yeah. farms. Yeah. yeah, fucking yeah, cow pastures and chicken farms, but mostly chicken houses. Yeah. So we were we were at Tommy getting escorted out of town. Yeah. And. Yeah. Coming back in to bring small town justice to Lake Forest Green. Yeah. 
And yeah, yeah, they go to the fucking graveyard and all that shit. But it's funny because right after that, don't they take him right back to the fucking jail? No, they take no, him out of town. They, they take him out of town. He gets put in jail later on towards the end of the movie. Yeah, okay, so they do say, okay, motherfucker, they take him to the edge of town again and tell him to get the fuck out of here. There is so much interaction between Tommy, Tommy Jarvis and the cops in this movie. I know. Like, an insane amount. Yeah, it's it's almost a like a Loomis situation where like Loomis is trying to be after Michael, but he's not adjacent to Michael at any point until the very end of the movie. Tommy is trying to be after Jason, but he's not adjacent to Jason until the end of the movie. Jason's just going around killing all the teenagers and campers and shit. Well, not campers, but the teenagers and the counselors and, you know, corporate paintballies. And the whole time, you know, God, just think if you had Dr. Loomis in this movie, him and Tommy Jarvis together going after, you know, trying to convince the town that Jason's a back. Who's scarier, Loomis or Tommy Jarvis? Loomis. Loomis. I mean, 100%. But He's got a permit. Yeah, yeah, seriously. But Loomis would have told Tommy Garris, Jarvis though. from five? Tommy Jarvis from five is pretty scary. He's oh. a loose cannon, and he can kick your fucking ass. Oh, fucking yeah. Ass. Tommy Jarvis from five, Loomis would have locked up and not spoken to in 20 years, and then yeah. claimed he didn't speak a word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, Loomis would... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Loomis would have been running around this movie yeah. telling Garris... Sheriff Garris, I saw Tommy stab him one time. He stabbed him one time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he hacked. He hacked him six times. Uh, <laughs> the the Tommy in this one does not as badass as the Tommy in Part Five because no, no. Part he Five Tommy some skills. Yeah. Part Five Tommy was like a lethal fucking weapon. Hell yeah, he was. Part six, Tommy struggles when he comes, yeah. you know, when he's fighting Jason at the end of the movie. His fucking jujitsu and, and and fucking kickboxing <laughs> skills are rusty as fuck. Right? The movie I want to see is part five, Tommy Jarvis goes to the camp and just beats the shit off the kids. <laughs> like, like fucking Kramer. When he was taking karate, yes, yep. he goes and finds he goes and finds the kid with a that's wearing a fucking Ninja Turtle mask and beats the ever living shit out of him for wearing a mask because that's his game. No, Tommy, Tommy, don't discriminate. Part five, Tommy, he's yeah kicking little girls in the face. <laughs> yeah. So when does Tommy meet up with um, the sheriff's daughter? Well, they have that brief encounter in the jail in when the she jail, immediately yeah. fall immediately falls in love with oh, her. Oh yeah. She she has to change her panties because they're completely soaked. <laughs> I mean she's got it bad for Tommy Jarvis. Um but then like, when does the deputy tell Garris that there's been another murder and it looks like Jason's M.O.? Um, I don't remember exactly. Like I said, I, what is Jason's M.O.? Well, yeah, that's a good point. 
because he's he's well, I guess you know he was killed with farm tools, <laughs> uh, you know, something like that. I guess, yeah. Killed killed with an item that you can find in a workshop. <laughs> There's residue on this blade that came from a fucking tool belt. Yeah, this is to say. <laughs> We have evidence that a tool belt was involved. Obviously, that's Jason's M.O., this movie. Yeah. You know you got to be a bad motherfucker for your M.O. to be that people were ripped apart. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hold on, that arm was ripped smooth the fuck off of this paintballer. This has got to be Jason's handiwork. Yeah. When did, um, but yeah, she, she meets him like the first time when he's in the jail, but like they end up together because she's driving him around. Yeah, because he calls the sheriff's station. Yeah, he uses the payphone because he's outside of Karloff's general. Did you catch it? Yeah, Karloff. Karloff. Like, I, I don't want to hate on all of McLaughlin's references. Some of them are too far because I don't. I'm not a big fan of that when it happens in movies and like everything's a reference to you know something else. Well. Like, if you put one or two in there, cool. Well, there's a scene that I think we just passed to where they show the kids sleeping in, you know, in the cabins, and one kid is reading No Exit. Like, that's a bridge too far, man. You know? An 11-year-old ain't reading No Exit. But they you know, might not have been able to get the rights to Bridge of Terabithia. Yeah, probably so. That book was probably cheap. I don't know. Do you have to get rights to books? To oh, I, I, have, I have no but fucking idea. Probably. Probably. That wouldn't surprise me at all, man. Apparently, it's crazy ass expensive to use fucking music from somewhere else. So I'm sure if it's like, okay, it's going to be $30,000 to use a sound clip this big. No, maybe not back then. You know what I mean? But nowadays, you got to pay these motherfuckers to use a 10-second clip of their fucking music, and it's pretty hefty to have a book thrown in there. I'm sure there's something. Hey, man, can we have this book in there? Yeah, you got to, how long is it going to be in there? Okay, yeah, it's going to be five grand. Maybe not as much as these uh, rock stars wanting their their dues, but I'm sure it's something. At least, the well, pro- not the production company, but the uh, publisher, you know? If that's the case, and they're doing this kind of thing, then just make up a book like a wink and a nod to the audience like the many lives of jason <laughs> yes or how to kill people with a throwing axe for dummies or something that the kids reading you know yeah but no exit okay i don't know it's just it's too many winks and nods it's so many yeah that's what i'm like i said i agree with you um you can you can have too much. Yeah. But and, and for me personally, they don't land or they don't stick the landing. Um but we'll get to final thoughts later. Tommy and uh Megan, they're they've hooked up again, or they've hooked up now and they're on the run from the cops. Yeah, well, soon. 
because then we cut back and we see because there's two females that are two females what the fuck like i'm reading a police report here there's there's two chicks left the uh cabin yeah you have um one of them who's a little bit wilder and then you have the one who's very concerned and the one who's a little bit wilder she's reading a magazine at one point called men at play yeah 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 yeah. and it's a nude special <laughs> yeah i mean okay the the subtle ones that you have to look for uh, you know i'll give little props to it's funny because speaking of that chick she plays a card game this yes. Jason game that seems so fun. Like Call I want Camp to know Blood. the to that. Yes, shit. yeah, and like that seems like that'd be a pretty fun game. I was thinking You're the same to thing. Figure out what cabin Jason's in and whatnot. Yeah, like, it seems like pretty pretty cool. I'm sure. And then you get this. I'm positive you could find rules to something like that on the internet. I bet. Hmm. That'd be a fun one. I was like, we might need to look that up. And then you get the, the speeding would... sign with the question marks. Oh my god, yeah, that upset me to the point where I was like, okay, this is fucking stupid. I don't know if this is a fucking sign that exists in real life up north. I've never been to Jersey. I'm from a small farming town in Carthage, <laughs> Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> but still, like, I, the speeding question mark, like, oh man, what the fuck is happening? They just... It, it's just a bridge like, too gonna, far. <laughs> We're going to get the props department to make everything. Nothing is going to be real. I, um, there was one death where I, I, I don't, I don't want to say disappointed, but you, you kind of wish the character would have lived, I guess. And that was the one girl that was with the kids the majority of the time. Yeah, she seemed like the innocent one that could possibly have what it takes to be a final girl on the and, innocent side of things. Who was sleeping right beside the telephone, yeah. like by her head. She, uh, and you, you see her, you don't see her get killed. You see the blood splash. I love it. Oh, I do too. I, I like that. Yeah. And, you know, we were talking about like the, uh, lack of, I guess, like graphicness in the kills, but towards the end of the movie, when Megan, well, I think Megan and her dad, cause her dad sees it before he gets killed when they're, converging on the camp that one room is just bloody all over uh, and that was such is. a good shot it is and for a second you're like oh shit is that the kids room because that's what he's doing he's like oh my god looking for these kids and look for everybody but yeah he doesn't know these kids yeah so he made fucking yeah. blood everywhere and it was like holy shit and you see it like twice and it was yeah that i like i did like that fucking room i thought that was a good visual yeah, in terms of yeah. like shit involving Jason, it was probably the the highlight. Yeah, but it's funny because speaking of that girl, it's so funny because she um she's the girl that was reading the magazine with the card game and all that. The way that she dies is she doesn't she get smashed snatched out of a window? Yeah, she starts something? pouring like Sam's Cola Mountain Lightning. Oh yeah, yeah, out the yeah, window, yeah. and then like Jason snatches her, and then yeah. twists her head off. And as she's moaning, the friend is just like, 
Uh, y'all keep it down. Don't wake the kids. Like, who do you think your friend who was just in the room with you jumped out the window and started fucking outside <laughs> the window? Well, that might be cries, not like, you know, noises of passion. <laughs> court pools. Court pools. He really does. You know, it's like, hey, oh, court shit. pools. Y'all keep it down. Like, Don't wake the kids because after you're done with him, I want you to come in here. And, you know, <laughs> not have to worry about those kids. <laughs> I mean, we got Tony Goldwyn coming, but. I won't do your court. And, we skipped so, completely over court driving that RV. That shit, he was like, I love this. I'm going to get me one of these. It's great. <laughs> I love driving a house. This is so... Let's yeah. rock. Only in the 80s. Oh, only in the 80s could you be like, let's rock. And then you turn to like, just the biggest fart rock song ever. Yeah. Talking about just, I want to rock all night. And you're like... This is the shit. <laughs> Put this in my ear and in my vein, in my dick. I want to rock on. What? No, right? At one point in the movie, you can hear Alice Cooper's song playing, like in the background. Yeah, what was that one? Man Behind the Mask. Yeah. Was it that song? Yeah. No, it wasn't. Sure. You sure? I'm yeah. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you hear it at one point. Yeah, at the credits, but that's not no, the song. I, what was it then? Yeah, he has I mean, a couple songs. Yeah, I think he has two. It's it's uh, another one. I want. I'm fairly confident. I'm gonna have to watch it again, and if I'm wrong, we'll make a corrections on the next episode. If I'm right, then we'll make a corrections on Josh. Yeah. Hang on. Not. If y'all could vamp for a minute, I could find out. Yeah. Um. For sure. Well, yeah. They, it comes to the innocent girl getting killed. Is she the one that gets killed? Like. Through the windshield, a spear through the windshield, or some shit. Teenage Frankenstein. I was um, okay. Teenage Frankenstein, yo. Um, one of them. There's a stabbing through the windshield. No, the, I think this got covered in the doc- documentary. How fucking no, that, close it shifted and got to the actual actress and almost fucking fucked her up. That was McLaughlin's wife. That was with Tony Goldwyn. Oh, that was a long time ago. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Now the one I'm talking about, she uh, like I said, you. Don't see her get chopped up. Like I think she gets thrown through a window, doesn't she? No, but she look. She's a sweetheart. She deserves to die because literally, she tucks in the girl back to bed. Who wakes up? She has a nightmare. She sees Jason. She literally tucks the girl back into bed, and Jason is within one feet of her through the open window. I like that shot. She's- when they were walking and he was like walking beside her. I no, was him cool walking visual. beside her is a cool visual. Her like not noticing him out of her peripherals. <laughs> Again, this movie's asking you to go along with it so much. And at that point, it's just like, I mean, my tank's empty, you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hate, what, hate, okay. Hater. Now I'm just I'm just fucking with you. But but okay. Look, Megan's with Tommy. Yeah, that's then, what I was about to say. He's being thrown in jail. Well, they're they're in a getaway. High I speed guess. pursuit. Yeah. Yeah. And the sheriff, like, then you and then you get these other cops because it's just been Sheriff Garrison his deputy with the Yabang. Yeah. And 
the guy's asking him, how do you want to proceed? And he says, the sheriff says, to proceed with extreme care. If that asshole's with her, he'll probably do something crazy. Next scene, Tommy's got his head in Megan's lap because he tells him to get down. And then Tommy looks up and says, please don't do anything crazy. I mean, it's it's just too much. It's just it's too much. I thought that you were about to bring up the hairy turn. No, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> Cunningham Road, first off. Uh, they they say Cunningham Road. I guess Sean Cunningham made them put that in there. And then, yeah, his head is in her lap. And then it's going to be a hairy turn. And in my notes, I say, boy, I'm busting a fucking gut. (laughs) I mean. uh, And the blood on the machete looks so bad. It really, it does look like uh, shiny red paint. It really does. Yeah. Well, they finally catch him. And they throw him in jail. You know, in there. I guess I didn't notice this the first time I watched it when he's trying, when they make up this plan to escape or whatever. And, you know, she writes down the little note and then she, he's like, what are you drawing? I didn't realize that they had kissed for so long. No, and it looks like the first time they've ever kissed anyone. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. That's, I that's thought that's pretty she was awkward. passing them a key. It seemed like one of those kisses where you're passing a motherfucker a key to their mouth. No, instead, they, their plan is to make out until the other cop comes to the uh, fucking you know jail cell so she can grab his gun, which apparently isn't you know the latch isn't buckled on his uh, holster, and she just fucking yeah. pulls it out like it's half hanging out already. Apparently, she just yeah. grabbed the motherfucker and had it. And she she pulls it on him, and you know, she's like, "Hey, you know, open it up or whatever." And you're like, "Where the red dot goes, you bang, you bang." But surely, surely, this cop is not so fucking stupid to believe that she'd have actually shot him. I know, right? I I'd have just been like, "Look, we know you're not going to do it. Your dad's a fucking sheriff. You know, you're a good kid for the most part. Give my gun back." Yeah, but no, I've known he, you for God knows how long. Yeah. But no, this guy is like apparently afraid he's gonna get shot with his own fucking gun, so he opens up the jail cell. Well, he he's when he lets Tommy out, and then like you know the way the script plays out, it's like well, obviously they're gonna put the deputy in the cell and they're gonna leave. But it's so funny when you watch it, like the deputy's already like halfway in the sale it looks like yeah. <laughs> like before they even yeah. tell him to get in it it's like yeah uh, he knew that, who knew where that was going <laughs> which you know i guess lucky for him yeah he's Could, fucking one of the only ones that survived he lives yep. yeah we got a we got a part two situation here you know old dude stayed at the bar lived this guy gets put in jail cell lives it might be an you embarrassing know, story, but at least he's gonna be alive to tell it. It's it's a would, lot lot less embarrassing than I went to the camp, I got killed. I would love a movie. 
to where they, you know, they have to go to grief counseling and they meet up and there's the Jason movie right there. Like the survivors, you know, I was, and that was something I was going to bring up. I was thinking about, um, like Megan has to have so much trauma at the end of this movie. Like there's no way that her and Tommy can live happily ever after. Cause they're both, they both gotta be fucked up. Cause her dad gets folded like a fucking piece of paper. And then all her friends are dead. That's it. So he could have lived. He was just paralyzed. I thought about that too. Decapitate at the hip. (laughs) I thought about that too. Like, well, did he really die? Yeah, not decapitate. You know what I mean? Amputate at the hip. Yeah. Like, did he really die or is he just going to be wheelchair bound? Yeah. But God. I don't know. I I think there's a. um, Obviously, this movie was, as I said before, cut to ribbons. But I think there is like a more graphic scene of him getting folded like one of those cheap beach chairs, yeah. you know, that fold. Yeah, yeah. And it's so I'm gonna say cute. I'm like, um I don't I don't know if it's in the book or in the documentary, Crystal Lake Memories, where they're talking to the actor who plays him and he didn't want to give up the secret of how they did it. You know, he's like one of these magicians who, cause obviously like they dug a hole, he's in the hole and then somebody else is head first in the hole. Yeah. And then you just do that. And like, it's so cute because he's like, he didn't want to give up the magic of, you know, the special effect movies. Yeah. He didn't want to give up the, uh, you know, he got a boner while he was rubbing butts with his stunt double. <laughs> we, um, I think I'm remembering this correctly. I mean, I may just be fucking running. Jason goes into the cabin with the kids and the kids fucking see him, right? Like no, he the sees the kids. Sees him. I thought yeah, he Nancy went in. I thought he went in at the end and Nancy, did you catch it? Yeah. No. But Jason's. Apparently above killing children. No, what? That was strange. Is he just looks down on her, just staring down at her? Like, why'd you go in there if you weren't going to kill all those little people, younglings, as I put them? Younglings. Anakin would have killed them in a heartbeat. And I love the idea of Jason because, like, Nancy brings. She wakes up the the sweet one. With the machete. Yeah. I, I love the idea of Jason just setting down his weapon, just being like, okay. Having just, a tie's boot. Yeah, just setting it down, whatever. Well, I forgot where I put my trusty machete. I'm surprised the machete didn't have a scabbard. Honest to God. Yeah. Or his name engraved on the handle. <laughs> I think it did have a scabbard. I thought, it, yeah, I thought he had one hanging at his hip. Yeah, he did. My God. He's Maximus from Gladiator. Totally forgot. Oh, shit. Um, but, yeah, I, like, I, I put it in my notes. Five stars if he would have just walked in there and just murdered every youngling. Five stars, like, out of... But he I'd didn't. still be talking about this movie every day. Yeah, 
I thought it was, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm assuming that the thought process was, is Jason's not going to kill a kid because Jason was a kid when he died and it was because of negligence of counselors, you know, blah, 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 something like that. Yeah, I think that he's still childlike in his mind, but I think that that would go out the window once he's zombie Jason. Now he's just a killing machine. Yeah. I, to me, Jason's scarier when all bets are off. You know? Yeah. Would you, um, how did you feel about Tommy's plan for Jason? It wasn't that he was necessarily going to kill Jason. He's just like, but I don't know how he got to this point where the only way to stop Jason is to go back to where it all began. Yeah, because but he was already where it began, in the ground. So yeah. why do you want to move him two miles to the middle of a lake? But he's, but I like, I do. <laughs> that I, logic I, is not, <laughs> I, he didn't check it. I do kind of like the fact though that Tommy's just resigned himself to the, like, I can't kill Jason, so I'm just going to fucking anchor him to the bottom of the lake. And hope for the best. Yeah. Well, The Rock, what are the chances? Dude, landed yeah. perfectly beside the old Camp Crystal Lake song. Yeah. I mean, that's just he did. Now, bad. when he was when he was moving that rock, though, he looked like he had a tough time. <laughs> yeah, that was a heavy motherfucker. You know what? I I don't have a problem with that though. Yeah. In terms of mythology, and that's what McLaughlin has said in the interviews is he wanted to bring a mythology to it. Well, I didn't have a problem with it either. I, I was going to say, I, I like it better than what they did with the, you know, it has to be a family member that kills them shit from, you know, Jason goes to hell. Oh, that, yeah. Like the idea of like, you know, at this point we can't stop Jason, but we can just, you know, we can't kill him, but we can stop him. We can yeah. anchor him to the bottom of the lake where it all began. And, you know, hopefully Jason just sits dormant. Well, it, it is a, it, it, you know, and storyline wise, it's a full circle moment. Yeah, like he drowned in that lake, put him back in the lake. I mean, that, yeah, that tracks. It's symmetry, and I and I, I do like that. You know, Tommy when he calls out, he's because he's squeezing Megan's head, and Tommy's like, "No, I'm the one you want." You know, and then what do you say, Josh? Hang on, I can find it. Like. Well, you said it earlier when you were talking about the... Well, he's like, he calls him an asshole, chicken shit, and come on, you pussy! Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and maggot face. Hey, does call him... No. Maggot head. Maggot, maggot head. head. That, was it, that was it. It's like, damn, Tommy, you ain't holding back, are you? Fucking dunking on Jason with these insults. I like that um, Jason apparently... Recognizes Tom, even though it's been 10 years, and last time he saw me was a little fucking kid. Well, yeah, last time he saw me right. was Corey Feldman, yeah. which was Tom Matthews. <laughs> but but really changed. It, uh, first off, can we talk about the uh, little girl? How she escaped death three times. Three times. Once with Jason, and twice running up on armed cops scaring yeah. the cops this little girl's lucky she didn't get like a shotgun pellet to the chest oh yeah shotgun blast and Jason's little roll blast. on the ground it's it's so funny cause like this fucking cop <laughs> shoots goddamn Jason with a shotgun three times knocking him down doing 
Dam is just not keeping him down, and he's like, well, fuck it. Let me go to this way less powerful pistol that does nothing. And I would think, okay, maybe run out of bullets, but three? He brought three goddamn shells once he knew that it was Jason because he's finding bodies that have been ripped apart? I'm like, holy shit. But, but Jason's little role is so cute. <laughs> His yeah, arms are outstretched. <laughs> and yeah. he rolls like like they teach you to roll like when you're on fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh I know. Okay, yeah. That's, that's... What was the purpose of the fire? I have no idea. And it's so funny because I was just about to bring that up that where the fuck did this gas can come from? Like, I don't, unless I just completely missed it, he had a bag with a chain in it, but I don't yeah. remember him having gas, but apparently he did. That might just be something I missed, but that gas no, can't he didn't have it. He didn't Because it's like, oh, that, that was already in the boat. Yeah, thank God I he didn't get in the boat with the fucking body of the cop that got the fucking whatever the fuck thrown into his head. Was it a throwing knife in the tool belt? Yes. It had like a little fishing lure or some shit on the end of it. <laughs> it, it had like a little tassel. Yeah, <laughs> personalized, engraved with JV on it. Yeah, the exactly. uh, the fire though. You, like when he poured the gasoline, he only poured it like on two sides. But when he lights it, it encircles the entire boat. Yeah, and it's a lot of fuel because that shit would burn up quick. I don't know what the fuck they use, but it's got to be some something for it to continue to burn for so fucking long. You know. But I'm like Josh. I don't know what the purpose of the fire is. I mean, I I guess visually it looks good, but it's like they're acting like it traps him inside the circle to where he has to come (laughs) there to get the thing. It's like you can swim under fire. We've seen that in plenty of Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Like. Better movie. If he just drowns. <laughs> Tommy's up there all fucking night and waits for him to come up. Hey, can you go to the like, store get some more gasoline? <laughs> like this movie's an hour longer and it's just Tommy Jarvis in the boat. Waiting. <laughs> yeah, just waiting. He falls asleep. But yeah, yeah man, it's just so crazy because uh, well, hey, he finally gets him. So when you watch it in high definition, I don't know if he... Uh, Saw it or not, but the the noose part of the uh, chain is held together by like one of those little quick links where you yeah uh, screw it open and then screw it back shut. Yeah, Jason could have just unscrewed that shit while he's underwater. Yeah, I know, right? It's like yeah, let me, let me make it this, but all he does is just flunk there. He just yeah. fucking sits there. No, he's Lots. perfectly content with it because there's yeah. no fight like with the chain. Mm-mm. It's like he's just sitting there and he's like, damn. <laughs> like he's just <laughs> sitting with his own thoughts. I wish I had a lot of moms. Yeah. <laughs> Megan jumps in to save because he pulls Tommy under with him once uh, they, they, he smashes yeah. through the boat. And then he's tr- uh, he's choking Tommy and then Tommy, you know, passes out and he's floating upside down or face down in the water. So Megan comes in to save him. And then Jason because you can't just have Jason sink to the bottom of the lake. There has to be something exciting or dramatic or whatever. So she ends up turning the uh, 
the moat boater on and cutting them up. Fucking them up pretty good. Yeah. Well, I, first off, uh, let me just go back one minute before that. Like the little girl who they focus on, they focus only on one little girl and then like two other boys get a scene together talking about I'm we're dead meat. Yeah. And yeah. what were you going to be when you grew up? But the one little girl who they focused on in this movie, who um, I'm assuming got the part because of nepotism, uh, because I blame nepotism on everything. Uh, she asked Megan, is he killed? Is yeah. He killed? Which is such a funny way to put like, <laughs> did he die? Is he killed? Yeah. But yeah, how did that motor reach Jason's face? I don't know because he was down at the bottom of the lake, anchored, and this motor was up above him. I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, because that's how motors work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, <clears throat> there's some definite problems with that because he's at the bottom of the lake, and apparently his fucking top of his head is one inch under the surface. That's the only way that he had fucking been able to reach that shit. But whenever he's reaching his hands up, he's not not out of the water. So that's a very good question. Yeah, but yeah, I never really thought about that though. I was like, I like the motor, you know, fucking him up real good. Yeah, but there's there's definitely a gap from where he's at to where the motor's at. Yeah, and, for sure. And like I said, you gotta have, you can't just like have Jason sink to the bottom of the lake. So there had to be something. So you you had the little motor thing. And yeah. then Megan pulls Tommy out and performs mouth to mouth, and yeah, Tom, Tommy, yeah, Tommy's alive, and you have all of these dead bodies, and nobody's gonna believe that a fucking zombie killed these people. Nope. So, Tommy's going back to the institution for the criminally insane. Oh yeah, he's he's gonna be fu- super fucked. Because hell, that's a trail of. I mean, shit. What is how many how many deaths are in this movie? I'm not sure how many deaths there were, but maybe thirteen or fourteen, something like that. And at some point, they're just gonna be like, you know, people are always dying around you, Tommy. Yeah. You looking it up? See how many people died? Um. Yeah, I was thinking about looking because I must be missing something. Because fourteen seems low. Um, how many people died in this movie, Josh? How many people died in this movie, Josh? Do you know? I was thinking it was uh, uh, more than fourteen, but that's what I was thinking now, like maybe sixteen or seventeen. I thought it was like thirteen. I think I thought I checked like the IMDb trivia or or the book. Was her dad the last kill? He folded in half. Yeah, this is the very end, right? So mm-hmm. that yeah, eighteen. There's eighteen kills. We were talking, Josh, while you had stepped away. Tommy Jarvis has to go to jail for this. Somebody has to take oh, yeah. a downfall. Nobody's gonna believe a fucking zombie killed people. But exactly. he's he's right down at the bottom of the lake, though. Yeah, but There's proof they ain't believe in that crazy shit either. Though, he's yeah, fine. Josh, ain't nobody going for that. Tommy Jarvis mm-hmm. is going back to the institution for criminally insane. That's exactly uh, well, right. I think a lot of people are going to an institution after witnessing this shit. Oh, yeah. All those little kids are going to be fucked up. Megan's going to be fucked up. 
Tommy's already fucked up and, you know. But yeah, Jason at the bottom of the lake. The deputy's probably the sheriff now. Yeah, that's going to work out great. Yeah. He's already shown that he has a penchant for violence. Wanting to point laser-powered scopes at people. Yep. Well, Josh. Laughs. Would you? Yeah. Tell us what you thought, buddy. Because uh, you've been you've been harder on it than I know what I'm going to be on it. So I'm curious. I have been, and I know I I knew that this movie. Like I'm a Jason fan, and I know this movie is quite beloved amongst Jason fans like myself and i'll say this um you can make a valid case that this is the most important friday movie of the entire franchise because after this was a course correction from part five which i did enjoy but fans turned on it rightfully so and if this movie didn't connect with the core audience then does is the franchise sunk now in 1986 now the movie didn't do well at the box office but the fans were there for it yeah i mean if this franchise ended in 86 if this movie would have flopped um, would Jason hold the esteem? Now, obviously, there are very much diminishing returns after this, but the the lore of Jason only built from not made not necessarily from this, but in spite of Part Five. Um, I do think it's the most important. Friday movie, but for me, it's it's way too silly, too many eye rolls, jokes that land with a thud. But all credit to McLaughlin though um, f- for saving this franchise and bringing much needed atmosphere that was completely lacking in Part Five. Part Five had a lot of flaws, and the biggest flaw to me outside of Jason was the lack of atmosphere, zero atmosphere in that movie. And this one, it even opens up in the woods. There are so many shots of this woods that we didn't talk about of just the woods, like just single shots of the woods. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot what of those were the same shot. I don't know if you guys noticed. There was like several that was the exact same spot. I was looking at the yeah. exact same tree. Like it was the and, same fucking thing. They just kept using it. And this is this is the beginning of the franchise to where it's like you don't have daylight, you have nightlight to where just everything is illuminated by the moon. Yeah. You know, all hell pay mine the moon, you know. But it did have that. Hell, I even the sweet chick, she opened up a door uh at at one time, the the sweet counselor and you heard like a hulk like there's just certain things that mclaughlin is bringing to it um that 
that was kind of needed that I don't even think that two, three, and four even explored just certain shots of the moonlight. The movie opens up with like a a coyote eating an armadillo in the road at night. And and I, I enjoy that. Um, there are good things about this. Um, but equally, equally bad things. It's good, though, with a lowercase g. Three stars. Hmm. We're we're not far off then on where we rated it. Um, I enjoy the movie. I'm I'm a fan of it. But you know the things that you say. I mean, like the they're accurate. You know, there's some silliness in it. Like the it probably wouldn't have bothered me if the whole paintball scenes had been cut out altogether. Um, and maybe maybe you don't have the kids like one quip, you know, like, Oh, we're dead. You know, what do you think? We're dead meat. Okay, fine. But then you come back and it's like, so what did you want to be? What were you going to be when you grew up? You know, you're, you're going back to the well. Um, but I, I like the, like you said, the atmosphere of the movie. I like the, the Gothic horror part of it. I like, uh, there's some shots I really like. Like I said, when we see the bloody room, I like that. I I like how they dealt with Jason. It was more, you know, like we can't kill him now. He's a zombie type thing. Revenant, whatever you want to call him. Like he's a force of nature. The best thing we can do is just contain him. And Tommy had resigned himself to that. Instead of it just being like a, like a death for Jason, which you end up seeing like in the movies that follow this, there's, you know, Jason gets killed, killed. Um, but he keeps coming back. I'd say three and a half stars for me. Yeah, see, I'm a little bit uh farther away from you guys. Daniel about to give it a one. Well, no, I'm not giving it a one, but uh there is a lot of silliness in this one right here, and that's one of the things that's like, man, the Jace the 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 the, the Friday thirteenth movies. When it comes to this franchise, I always look back at it as like he's just hacking people away. He's just hacking at people, hacking, leave all the silly shit for Freddy. So then whenever you do start seeing the silly sides of things when it comes to Jason, you know, it's a little upsetting or whatever. But uh but there's definitely a lot of memories tied with this movie. It's got a lot of memorable uh scenes, but a lot of the times it is just those silly things. Um, it is nice to finally see some kids in it. I will give the guy props for the things that he did do. Um, well, but, uh, for me, whenever it comes to ranking it and if I only have time to watch a few, uh, Friday, the 13th movies, it's not, it's very rare that it's, um, in there unless I'm doing, a straight up Tommy Jarvis. I feel like this year I'm going to do Tommy Jarvis movies. So I'm going to do four, five, six, you know, if I'm just kind of mixing it up or whatnot. But, um, like I said, cause it is, it is very silly, but, and you know, yeah, I think that's about it, but I gave it a two. Wow. I gave it a two. 
I, I respect that. Well. I gave five I to a, a two as well. Daniel's our hardest critic. In this. He is. He is. He's stingy, uh, stingy with his fives and giving out twos hey, like they're fucking candy. He he is. Oh, dude, here in a few fucking stingy movies, with his fives, dude. Here in a few movies, I, 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 you're not even gonna need to bother to ask me what my rating is because they're all gonna be half stars. <laughs> like for that, real, for real. Most of them are gonna be fucking half stars because it's like. I'm have you given anything five? Have you given anything five? Uh, no, none of these movies have gotten a five. Halloween? That got a one. No, 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 no. Halloween almost got the five. Um, but yeah, like, uh, yeah, four and a half is the highest. Halloween got a four and a half. Friday the 13th, the final chapter got a four and a half. Nightmare got a four and a half. Uh, and part two. Daniel. Friday Daniel. A, a four and a half. Daniel, while, while we're being recorded right now, I'm a, I'm a, um, I'm a bust your balls a little bit. Yeah, that was the whole reason y'all started doing this rating thing in the first place. You've been busting my balls the entire time. Continue. No, no. I, I, I am gonna go back on record because I just recently I recently rewatched the movie. Uh-huh. Um the first I, I rewatched part one and part two. And I keep a wall in the background and I do obviously I pay attention when I need to. But I rewatched it chapter two, which is a god awful movie. And then I go to Letterboxd. Because I'm just yeah. curious, because I follow certain people. You gave me in chapter two, three stars. Yeah, I watched it chapter two once. Yeah. And I went to Letterboxd and started fucking around just ranking fucking movies. No, no. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I remember just like, started doing it until I got tired of it, because it's not <laughs> as fun for me as it is for you guys. And then stopped, and I've never went back to it. You, There's you, probably you don't- some shit that's not if I were to re-rank them in the thought process I have now from how I've been ranking these movies that we do, there probably would be some different ratings in there for sure. I, I am sure of that. I'm sure of that. Yeah. I was just going to say that. But I do wish that both of you would be more active on Letterboxd because like, it's it's your own personal critic corner. Yeah. And I, follow, I follow podcasters. So that's like, I and, and I follow podcasters that I'm not saying like certain people can sway your opinion, but there's certain people that you trust. Sway your opinion. <laughs> well, that you trust a little bit, yeah. you know? And and it's a good gauge because like people that who I think view movies the same way I view movies. You know, yeah. if Tarantino was on Letterboxd, you goddamn right, I would Follow him and check out his ratings. Let me let me ask and Daniel. Change your ratings I, to his. What's a five star movie for? Hundred percent to you. Me? Yeah. A five star movie to me is a movie. That, no, I mean, like uh, what? What movie? Like, do you have a five star movie? Uh, on Letterboxd, I think I have a couple five star movies. Which is funny that you're asking. It In chapter know. one. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's a five star movie. Uh, but no, like the Dark Knight, 
And I know that it's funny because it's a comic book movie, but like, yeah, movies that I can watch a thousand goddamn times again okay. before I die is a five star movie. I was just waiting for him to be like, I don't have any five star movies. Nothing. No, a I have a few. There's a few. I think Braveheart's a five star movie. Oh, okay. There's a few that it's like I, anytime it's ever on, I'm watching it because it's fucking great, and I love every second of it. To me, it's a perfect. And Man and the Wasp. I got you. It's funny. No, I did do Infinity War. I think Infinity War in uh, in game got five stars for me because I'm a fan of those movies and I could watch them front to back a lot of times because I enjoy and them that, very much. And that is the greatest question of like people who are a fan of movies, like, and and that's where Texas Chainsaw Massacre comes in into it. And it's funny because. I just recently got Quentin Tarantino's new uh, new book, Cinema Speculation, which is a nonfiction book. And I haven't really read it, but I've skimmed through it because it's him talking about 70s cinema. And he talks about Deliverance, Bone. And I read the Deliverance chapter, and goddamn, you read the Deliverance chapter from Tarantino talking about the movie, it's like, it makes you want to rewatch the movie, but he at the very end of the book because it it's seventy. It ends in like eighty, early eighties, and he talks about Toby Hooper, and he talks about Funhouse, yeah, which is fascinating because I love the movie Funhouse. I don't know, I don't love it. I really like it, and he and he talks about Toby Hooper's career, and he talks about. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, how it's a damn near perfect movie. But he says, he, he also says, like, he doesn't think that it's perfect because Toby Hooper set out to make a perfect movie. It is just perfect as it is. Now, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, if we did a draft, if we did a ranking, would fall two for me behind Halloween. Because Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a damn near perfect movie. I can acknowledge that. But like you, Daniel, because Texas Chainsaw Massacre is so effective, I don't want to watch it every day because it is unsettling in its um, presentation. Yeah, you know. So what? So you know, you could rate a five star movie five stars and acknowledge like that's not a rewatchable movie because Manchester by the Sea will wreck your fucking soul. It will. It if you're a parent, goddamn, it's horrible. That doesn't mean that movie is two three stars. That movie that means that the movie accomplished what it set out to accomplish. You know what? You know. I'm just going off a rant now. I got this 2023 Chardonnay flowing beautifully through my veins now. But yeah, it is funny though. But Ed Chapter 2 is a three-star movie. Fact. But like I, No, like I was saying uh, <laughs> with uh, the way that I – that's just off of how I have chosen to rank and set up my stars. I didn't read how to rank movies by five no. stars – based on how people on the internet rate their movies. I didn't read that book that you guys wrote. I came up with my own system of... I feel like that was a shot at me. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm saying like... like uh, 
how I rank it is like, I just broke it down in my own mind of like, okay, what do I think this would be? And that's how I went off of it. So for me, like, yeah, obviously if it's a fucking perfect movie, it's five stars, something I could watch all the fucking time. If it's something I know I will never watch again and fuck you for asking me to, or if it's on TV, I'm not watching it. If it's fucking suggested, I don't want to watch it. That's a half star movie for me. Something I do not care to ever watch again. Well, we're about to be entering that phase. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, Because like there's movies that I'm not even excited about watching again. Like Halloween Kills, I never wanted to watch that movie again. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else, gentlemen? Uh, Daniel, tell people to... Do what they do. Hey, man, yeah. Like the things. Follow us on all the shit. <laughs> they know exactly what I'm no, that's, talking about. No, that, that's perfect, actually. That's perfect. Like, like, like the things. Like the things. Share that, you know, if you want to. If you don't, that's cool, too. I mean, we... Help out our uh, numbers. We can get to the uh, triple digits if y'all like things and share them. Pretty cool. Would be. Ooh, my then I might start stop clicking this pen all the time. My pizza's close. We get to a thousand likes and shares and listens. I'll stop clicking the pen. Well, we we've got over two thousand downloads. Well, sounds good. Good thing I only did the pen clicking thing for about four seconds, so that works out. All right, guys. Well, let's don't talk numbers. That's it. That's uh. We'll be back. What's the next movie, Josh? Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. So we're finally back in, back in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So we'll be yes. back next time with that one. And until then, yeah. everyone, thank you for listening. I love you. Take it easy, fartheads. <laughs>